Alrighty, we're live, isn't this wonderful? Hello everybody, this is the Physics Podcast, a name, I haven't come up with a name yet actually, I was going to go with Map of the Cat, but uh, it's a sort of quote from Feynman, but like, nobody nobody would get it, so we're not going to do that, we'll figure something out. The but thunderous applause gives you an idea of how well that was received. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Anyway, so uh, joining me here in studio today is none other than... Sidi Achari. Sarah Hany Luchton. Connor Murphy. Danny Bennett. And they're all physics of some sort. Kind of. That's that's the point. <laughs> We're more physics than you are, senior. Yeah. Shots fired. Shots fired. Speaking of which, sh- we have a good mix actually. I'm astrophysics. Celia is nanoscience. Okay. Sarah is experimental physics. Connor again. Yeah, nobody cares about him, and I'm theoretical physics. Yeah, you see. So we have some yeah hostility. <laughs> a bit of everything. A bit of everything going on here. The whole point of this is just I don't know. I thought it'd be fun, and that's what I'm doing getting people over, talk a bit about physics, talk a bit about what we think of the world and all that sort of pretentious stuff and all. I'm going to cut that off. Even Rick. though it's incredibly fun and really, really enjoyable, I think it's we've had enough intro music for one time. It's called Requiem for a Fish, by the way. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to raise awareness of physics here. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like your CSB project. You never finished it. <laughs> yeah. For yeah. two yeah. euro a month, you <laughs> might be a good sponsor, a physics student. They are <laughs> so hungry. They need, they need this. <laughs> I need attention. That's what it's all about, really. But uh, yes, I think I have a little spreadsheet, even a spreadsheet, Google Doc thing here next to me, outlining the podcast. I'm so very professional. And the first thing on that is introduction. I've done that, so off to flying But give the boy a first. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. But what I want to get this thing started with is why physics in the first place. Why did all of us here choose physics? at all because like a lot of the whole thing of this a lot of people think physics is lame and boring and stuff and yeah i agree with them but it's pretty cool <laughs> oh connor looks mad oh mad yeah <laughs> but let's just go through people why why are you here why physics why just, just let's why? start with you pierce why yeah. physics yeah i always just thought it was really cool that's like, great I <laughs> you didn't think it was lame no no, no i didn't i i retroactively take that you weren't bullied and pushed into lockers as a small child oh very much like so, an american yeah. high school <laughs> <laughs> so why do you think it's cool I don't know, you see, I, I have this thing where something is cool and it's just cool. So You don't know matter. why? Yeah, exactly. He has uh, a sixth sense for cool things. Yeah, okay. it's, it's just who I am, you see. That's why I'm such amazing fashion sense and everything all <laughs> the time. But I don't know, it was, I think, something somewhere along the way. Like, oh, cool, L- learning how the world works. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Electrons and stuff. It's and pretty much everything in one subject. Yeah, yeah knowing the nitty gritty of things. Yeah, and then I specialise in astrophysics, which is interesting <laughs> into itself. Yeah, la-di-da. Uh, more so because it had computations, which seemed cool. So uh, that's why I turned it down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was offered a space two weeks into experimental physics and astrophysics because I had originally applied for it from Colum Stevens, the head of the school. Not head of the school. Uh, administrator. 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 Administrator, thank you. Like, do you want to? I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what kind of computation stuff do you do in astrophysics? IDL. It's uh, interactive something language, and we are at the moment doing Fourier transforms. Pretty fun. Okay. Last week we were plotting a line. Oh, <laughs> that took that zero to sixty. <laughs> so, in the context of astrophysics, do you do any uh, astrophysics? Cool, no. cool things with that yet? Not quite. Yet. Oh. I think we're getting on. I made a movie though. Uh, Peter Galler, Doctor Peter, Doctor Professor Peter, Pete, title Pete. Here's hoping they listen back to this. This would be great. But uh, no, he was showing me how to make movies and stuff, and it's cool. Movies just, with IDL. Yeah, like you, oh, you really? get a graph and then you make a change, and you just stick in oh, a for really loop. Cool. I didn't really know. Cool. I was wondering how they did that. Yeah, <laughs> it's just no, a for loop. For loops power the world. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. 
So that's enough about me. What about you, Jay? Okay. You, Joe, you decided to come onto the podcast in the first place, so thank you for that. And uh, any ideas why why you showed up at all? Okay, I guess I'll speak for a little while. Uh, I don't know. My initial thought of physics was that it was kind of lame, but <laughs> starting college, I did it for the leaving cert, and I really did not like biology. I did most sciences for the leaving cert. Um, so I said, okay, I'll just try chemistry and physics and see how it goes always thinking that I was going to do chemistry always and then this year I started with chemistry <laughs> and the first week I was like no <laughs> this you is not for me cool stuff was happening. <laughs> yeah and then I kept on hearing from my friends that all did physics how amazing physics was and part of me was very jealous so I tried to transfer for nanoscience and I got it um and I'm really happy doing that incredibly happy there's just something about physics that's I don't know more logical than chemistry, in a way. Especially organic chemistry, which I just, I, I don't get it. Could you explain to our beautiful listeners uh, why nanoscience is different from pure physics? Or well, pure chemistry? It's kind of half chemistry, half physics. So we do all the physical chemistry modules, and then this weird kind of module of like analytical methods that the chemistry department does. Um, and then we do quantum mechanics and condensed matter with the physics students. Ooh. So <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of the perfect mixture for people that really like chemistry and physics, but together. Yeah, don't want to specialize maybe in one or the no, other. No. So yeah, if anybody's interested in doing both, then I definitely recommend nanoscience. And I definitely recommend um, just going through with it uh, in the direct entry, so from first year on. It's very difficult to transfer. I was quite lucky that there was space available and that my grades weren't good enough for it. Because I know a lot of people that tried to transfer and didn't get it. Although, to be fair, it is essentially the exact same. It is, I know. As, uh, yeah, for the first year, it's, it's just math, physics, chemistry. Yeah. Except, yeah, it's, just, it's, really, it's easy to get out of nanoscience and talk <laughs> physics or chemistry. It's really hard to get into. And I was yeah. talking to people about that. It's insane how they market science as being the general degree and then it's really difficult to transfer to a direct entry degree from science. Mm, but going from nanoscience to, say, chemistry or physics is way easier. So definitely go into the direct entry if you're... Um, yeah, because if you go into nanoscience, you can probably do physics, chemistry, or nanoscience. Where exactly. if you do science, you can do physics or chemistry. You can't really do... Mm. Unless you're lucky, you really can't do anything else. You guys do the maths and physics open day. You should uh, help mm. out with that. Tell everybody what each course is. When's it on? Saturday. This Saturday? This Saturday, Oh, yeah. God, I've definitely missed that. No. <laughs> <laughs> after that. I miss type as well. Yeah, myself and oh, Connor have done our time. Type was good. Type was good. Type was actually good. I enjoyed it a good. lot more than I thought Tell I us would. a bit about type, actually. It seems interesting. It was I transition years come. Like, what do transition years do? Nothing. We all did transition year. We all did nothing. So it stands for transition year, uh, transition year physics experience. I'm getting to that, Danny. Okay. <laughs> so basically, type is all about getting transition year students into the school of physics and it stands for transition year physics experience and it just gives them a little bit of a taste of what physics is all about so they come in and throughout the week they have lectures on various topics in physics like astrophysics and nanoscience experiments and theoretical physics and stuff like that and then they spend a few hours a day in the computer labs researching a project they're split into groups of three and they each get a project title and that's where like me and circuit came in we each got a group of three and we were their mentor uh, so my, my <laughs> that that is the title we got. I mentored them. <laughs> I imparted my wisdom. They got to see what a real physics student looked like. <laughs> the miserable, the miserable. <laughs> or she, they got Connor. <laughs> well then. <laughs> uh, 
So my group's project was nano wires, and I don't know a thing about nanoscience. I really don't like chemistry. <laughs> so um, I researched nano wires probably two, three nights before I was to start, and then I got really into it, and I thought nano wires were class. So I was really enthusiastic for all my TYs. Hopefully they just got as enthusiastic as I was. But their project was really good at the end of it. What was your, your project? Was? Sorry, I'm eating a biscuit. Hold on. <laughs> I'll pretend to be a Yeah, everyone is free to have biscuits. So, Connor, now that you've done your bit, you can have a biscuit. <laughs> Yay. So, encourage people to talk about science. Um, well, my project was really vague, and my poor little TYs had no idea what to do. The title they were given was Going Fast Around the Bend. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so, Exciting. I sort of said to them, What does that make you think of? And they sort of initially were going to do Formula One, and I was like, That sounds great. But then, that is so much more complicated than you think it is because you go into friction coefficient of tires, you go into like the actual shape of the car, the fluid dynamics over the car, all this sort of stuff, and they haven't even covered circular motion. They didn't know what a centripetal force was. They didn't know anything. So I sort of went, okay, scrap that, and they ended up on orbitals, like planetary orbitals, which is cool because you can go fairly basic with that and still... They learned a lot, and they seemed really into it. Have they played Kerbal Space Program? No. Have any of you played Kerbal Space Program? No, but I've heard good things about it. Oh, it's good fun. You build your own space agency sort of thing. And you all these little yeah. green men and, well, not even men, just weird things. And you build rockets out Aliens. Of that, that's a good word for it. One um, of our fellow mentors was getting everyone to play Super Planet Crash. Oh, that's so fun. <laughs> that is so fun. I spent, We're like, just given a sun yesterday. and you just mm -hmm. click in different sized so planets good. and stars and things and so see how long it can last before everything crashes. I yeah. just love putting in like a dwarf star right next to the sun. Yeah. It lasts about 20 seconds, not <laughs> even that mad crash. Oh my god. What's a dwarf star? A dwarf star? Oh god, I should know. It's, a, like, it's like a regular star, but smaller. Okay, cool. cool. There you go. I, I, I do the astrophysics module too, so I should know that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. White dwarf is when you have a big giant star and then it just, the gravity and stuff means it loses all its outer stuff and then it gets really small. Yeah. And just Does it turn there. into a brown dwarf at that point? That's something else, isn't it? That's like that's a, that's a that's big planet. after it dies. Doesn't it have a companion? The, the white dwarf does that? Hmm? Does it have the companion thing? Yeah, uh, some of them do. Uh, Sirius A and Sirius B, <laughs> and then there's certain types of white dwarfs that it hits 1.44 solar masses that explode <coughs> in a supernova, and then from that you can know how far away it is because you know how bright it is because it's always 1.44 meters. But by then it's too late because it's already dead. Yeah. <laughs> and that's astrophysics in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> Everything we do is worthless. <laughs> Everything's dead. Yeah. Uh, but you might have heard that Shane Bergen, Dr. Professor Mr. Shane Bergen, again, titles, I'll look <laughs> them up someday. He's doing City of Physics uh, over this month. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, biscuit. God, my throat. This is terrible. <laughs> Abort. Abort. Yeah. <laughs> should never have biscuits. But he was, uh, he has organized, I think, City of Physics in that he's just putting physics-y posters and stuff all over the city. city. <coughs> well, he does more than that. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 just like a vandal. <laughs> <laughs> equations and walls. <laughs> He's not like you with your CSV project. He's not just putting up posters to raise awareness. <laughs> I, I was getting to that once I stopped choking on my biscuit. This is also trying to sabotage your like, yeah, program. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I invited you guys here. You all said yes. I didn't know you were going to make fun of me. For the you come into my house. <laughs> my studio, not my studio. The studio lovingly, kindly given to us by TFM. For yeah, the hour. Exactly. Thank you very much, TFM, You're for uh, coming up and uh, <laughs> opening doors and all that for us. Um, where was it? Oh, yeah, so he's doing City of Physics in that he puts posters on stuff. And a couple of weeks ago, we had a big projection of the sun on George Street, if you know where the 
uh, gay rights, uh, marriage equality mural yeah, yeah. up there. And that was cool, and that got me thinking as to how people interact with science in day-to-day lives or whatever. Because I found, we did it for that, and I was on the dark with them as well earlier on, last week rather, and it's just people just don't want to talk. Uh, so they don't want to, in general, they don't want to talk, and then they don't want to talk about physics. But once you do get them talking, it seems pretty interesting mm-hmm. that people, they all have this sort of semi sort of, oh yeah, I've always kind of been interested, and I just never bothered to look it up. And that's where I'm getting to now. Excuse that for a segue. <laughs> what do you think about telling people about physics or science in general? Like, what do you think of the ways that are out there now mm-hmm. and everything? Because I know there's a. Uh, here in college, and there's the TSSR, the Trinity Student Science Review. Scientific. Oh yeah, scientific. scientific. And yeah. then, of course, there's that I fucking love science page that uh, I have gripes with. But <laughs> yeah. everybody. We'll get to that. Also, yeah. TSSR is not the Turkmenistan Soviet Socialist Republic, <laughs> which is what happens if you Google Because <laughs> I was like, why are we talking about this? What did you write an article I don't for? Know. <laughs> I, I love to talk about the fall of communism, but I didn't think it was, you know, relevant. Um, I don't know. Like, I like telling people about science that aren't particularly interested or study science I don't really like it because every time I tell someone you know you could tell them something really interesting and they, just just, out. they just don't appreciate it because they don't understand you know you could go up to someone and say oh relativity and they'll be like what's that and it's like oh basically that when you speed up time slows down and they'll be like oh and then you say if you speed up you, you'll get shorter and then they're like well they they they, they don't they don't think you're lying, but they just don't believe. They you. just <laughs> they, they don't just have, have a reaction yeah. because they don't understand. And then you'll say like particles can like things can be like a particle and a wave, and then they just like well. Fuck well, it. wave particle duality is a bit much. Relativity is really like entry level. <laughs> even the simple things like you know there's what's that standard fact like the spire is x some, centimeters, some, taller centimeters taller in the summer, yeah. and they'd be like, oh why? Thermal expansion. Oh, I yeah, <laughs> that's nice. Nobody cares about thermal expansion. expansion. They do. They do. When, when the engineers are designing their bridges, like. <laughs> <laughs> that was. Actually, I sat in on one of your mechanics and matters lectures yeah. actually, and they, at the very end they went on to thermal expansion, and it was on a graph. It's like, oh my god, that's why it works. And yeah. I've, there's been a couple of moments like that where stuff has just come up in lectures, and I was like, oh my god, that's why that is. Yes, and it's just been but cool. you're studying physics. So like imagine trying to yeah. get those moments to happen with people who don't study physics. Yeah. I think that's the problem. It the thing with tough. people who don't study physics when they want to hear about physics, all they want to hear about is like the really, really high level TP, cosmology, space time bending, black holes, quantum black holes, parallel universes, which is kind of science fiction when you get to parallel universes stuff, but they don't want to hear about the stuff that actually happens. Like what what we just said is how the world works, but they just don't accept. They don't wanna don't wanna hear about it. Did you hear that new thing? Uh, apparently, thermodynamics suggests that time runs backwards inside black holes. Cool. <laughs> you're, you're the problem, Danny. <laughs> I'm sorry. I that, that is pretty, that's pretty class. That is. I thought that was really interesting. That's all I know. So on that the subject. Yeah. The black if you go gets into a, a black hole, going. does that mean you're coming out of a black hole? Ah, oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I don't think anyone could test that. <laughs> can you see dinosaurs? <laughs> I just measured the speed of light on my microwave. You don't know what I can and can't test. Uh, oh, tell us about that, actually. Tell us about that. That, that is a really cool thing. And I did it when my sister and her friend were over. They are both 17, and they thought I was a nerd. <laughs> so I cried. But, but explain but how you did yeah, it and how it works. Okay, so basically, microwave. They call it a microwave because it emits microwaves, and microwaves ah, are just clever. like lights. And that, yeah, that's they, exactly they why it's there. Like. Yeah. 
Doing our soul damage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so basically what happens is if you have microwaves inside this inside your, your microwave, uh, they create what are called standing waves. Essentially they're just like a guitar point. string. A guitar exactly like a guitar string. One well done Pierce. Well there done. You go. Bring so it what back I did was I got I got a, a wrap, a tortilla wrap, and I covered it in butter. Works just as well with cheese, believe me, I tried it with that too. <laughs> cheese is a good one. I take out a little cheese. you take out a little rotating bit and you just put your wrap in there. And you turn on the microwave for like 10 seconds, we'll probably do. And the butter will only melt in some spots. And those spots correspond to what are called nodes, where, where the, the waves are vibrating like at a really, really high amplitude. So when you take that out, you can measure that distance. That'll, that you, From that, you can work out the wavelength of these microwaves. And on the microwave, somewhere in the back, it'll quote what frequency. So that's just how fast, essentially, they go up and down. And from those two numbers, you can work out the speed of light. And the speed of light is 299 millions of meters per second. I got 300 million meters per second. Sweet. So, like really fast in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the question. Why does the butter melt at the nodes? Because, basically, a microwave works by the, the vibrations in the microwave resonate water. Essentially, they, they kind of have the same energy as the water molecules. So, when they vibrate, they get those water mo- molecules shaken. That heats up the water molecules. Thermal emotion, okay. Thermal, yeah. Um, so, when it doesn't... Yeah, when I knew what that word <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Thermal emotion, uh, yeah. One more question. <laughs> what was the uncertainty in your measurement? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was fairly big, like... Uh, plus or minus 400 million meters per second. I'd say it was C, plus or minus 2C. <laughs> <laughs> We're the only five people laughing at that joke. <laughs> yeah. And who will ever laugh at that joke? Uh, Basically, I measured the speed of light to 300 million what meters per second, and it could have been either 600 million meters per second or minus 100 million meters per second, somewhere around that. Uh, but good crack. I mentioned then, so that's that's pretty cool. I mean, experiments and stuff. I, I'm too formal for this. I should stop being so, okay, that's that segment done. We're moving on to the next one. But anyway, I was talking to the mic as well. Stop me if I'm running on. But I mentioned uh, IFLS, I talking about science, and well, it it started out great, uh, but I, cool. I, I I don't like it anymore. It's just, it sort of it's, peaked fairly yeah, early on. It, it, it was a good initiative to get people looking at science because yeah. it, it was across the spectrum. It wasn't just physics; it was yeah, like, it was everything, like material science, biology, and, and it was great. Like you learn stuff, but now it's just clickbait. I it's clickbait, it's, yeah. It's like it's terrible. Like the reason for why this thing happens will baffle you, and then you click in, and it's a video. It's, it's like, the, the man with two genitals, like that. Is that science? I guess. Yes, it is. <laughs> I guess it is. Like he's a biological phenomenon. But then they just describe what he likes to do in his daily life, not why his genes yeah. mutated in such a way. Well, see, every now and again they throw up those pictures with a cool fact on it, which is fine. And I yeah. remember when pictures it sta- are okay. Yeah, when it started off, they used to do like this week in science. Yeah, and yeah. that was like, a good one. That, that was really amazing. Cool. Yeah. That was but cool. then you know after those six magical weeks of science there <laughs> no, science out. stopped. You see, that's what <laughs> happened. Stopped. Science didn't happen this happened. week in science since. Um, it's been a drought. Yeah, I, d- I really don't like clickbait though. Uh, there's loads of those ones though. There's like ASAP science, yeah. science porn, uh, Reddit Bill Nye, for everything, I suppose. All of those are pretty good. Uh, but just when they get a bit clickbaity, you know, their the power goes to their head or whatever. You know, it's really good for like science, kind of like IFL, but it's on your minute physics. It's great. I love minute, minute physics. physics. It's really good. They haven't been doing much lately, no, they haven't. and there's a lot of like advertisements at the end of their <laughs> yeah. videos now. That, like if you haven't seen Minute Physics, go look at Minute Physics. It's really good. It's like physics, but in like a minute or two minutes long. So yeah, and it's all stick no figures. It's, it's all like it's all drawn yeah. and animated. And like it's great really good. music over the back. Really 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 I, st- I still watch it, and like it's stuff we would have covered from first year, but I still find it really really cool. It's mm. cool ways of thinking about things. Cool ways, it's different. Yeah. Did you ever see Number Files? 
Yeah, yeah number five, that's good. That's more math. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's like they prove that the sum of all numbers is like minus a 12 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so you just go 1 plus 2 plus 3 plus 4 all the way to infinity. You get yeah. negative 1 over 12. Here's yeah. one for you. What's the product of all natural numbers? Except for zero, obviously. Answer to guess. At least. So two. it's like the instead of the infinite sum, the it's infinite. the infinite product. Mm. What is it? Definitely at least 2. No, it's the square root of 2 pi. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Are you making that up? No, no, it's no. proving. He's a TP. <laughs> this is all highly theoretical. Just pulling these numbers out of nowhere. Yeah. More like sure thing, Daddy. I had a great moment um, where I was. We have a load of tutorials through this week, and one of them we have uh, our spectroscopy one. And one of the questions was, "Here's a, an equation. Here's another equation, and get this number." And I was just staring at like I have no idea what any of these numbers mean. So I started putting in numbers to each various things, and I eventually got the answer because it was proved x equals whatever, and I got that. It was great, and I have no idea why that happened. <laughs> but then I figured this must be what TPs feel like. I mean, because they there's no physical meaning to any of the numbers. <laughs> <Try> the <laughs> it's just throw everything in there, see what happens. <laughs> it's like that will it blend? Will it blend? Will it maths? Will it maths? Will it, will it give results? <laughs> That's what I imagine you guys get up to, like. All yeah, the except time. when we put the numbers in, we don't get the right answer, <laughs> and you don't even get a number. <laughs> no. Yeah. Numbers are fun. Yeah. But again, but I'm very. I gotta stop that. <laughs> it's okay. You're too self-deprecating. It's fine. We're going to edit all of this out. It's just gonna be a nice constant flow, and yeah, it's yeah. gonna be like. Going back to YouTube channels, big, actually, though, have you guys? I wasn't ever that big into metaphysics or a number file, but Veritasium has anyone? Oh, that's watched? good. I really enjoyed Veritasium. I love Veritasium because really your man gets a lot of flack. Yeah. Because everyone's like, "Oh, you make everyone look real stupid, and I you're, you're yeah, just an that. asshole." Yeah. <laughs> but he put up a video about like, about why he doesn't he doesn't want to make them look like they're stupid mm. and they put up a video on like how his method of teaching works and it's exactly. really good because he wants to get people to answer the questions themselves without giving them the answer and most of the time it works and they eventually get it because he did a really his entire thesis was on um, like multimedia teaching for physics, physics yeah and it was really interesting because he got like a sample group of students who were in first year college in sydney and showed them things like khan academy i'm not pissing on khan academy but things like that just expository giving the numbers, giving the diagram, free body. A lecture in a form of a YouTube video, Exactly, and something like nice and just verbal. And when then he asked them to do a test. And on average, they got six out of 26 questions right. And then, no, sorry, they did, before they watched the videos, they got six out of 26 on average. Then after watching the videos, they got 6.3 out of 26, correct. Nice. Correlation. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't apply causality. <laughs> and then he went on to his method, which was to make them verbalize their own misconceptions conceptions, show why they were wrong, and learn from that. Their scores on confidence went down, but their scores in the test almost doubled to yeah. like 11 out of 26. That's just really interesting, because yeah, he was saying, I'm not trying to slander these things, but I've sort of proven they don't work. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually pretty interesting, because like a lot of the lecturers here even, they they just go on. sort of. It's yeah. just like, here's a bunch of words on a screen, and here's me talking that are about these words yeah. it's just because lecture sizes are so big but we we for physics the mechanics of matter module that's it was literally it was only students of the physics course so there was only 20 of us and i don't know how many is in our course i think there's like 20 of us i'm class rep i should know <laughs> <laughs> you should name everyone i should name everybody there's me there's you but we spent a good few lectures where the professor would come around and we would all do problems in groups and try and solve those problems together and that was good i like that i learned good, a lot yeah. yeah it was a good class and it helps yeah that he have on yeah. some small size that he can yeah obviously around. you cannot do that when it's above 25 say it gets too too messy too loud 
No results. I also find that people don't like talking in lectures. Like That's the thing. I'm convinced all. all of our lecturers think we're dim because they're oh, always like, I'm any questions, that's just silence. Yeah. 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 It's like, anything at all. Like, Even no. though we're all completely stumped, we're not gonna. We're not <laughs> no, it's like yeah, it. like yeah. Any question? Well, if you could do the entire thing again, it'd be yeah. great. That but happened like, to us once. Uh, we were doing um, so it was last year, and the module was called Equations of Mathematical Physics. And so you know, <laughs> you know, it's basically like vector calculus, uh, integration, and different dimensions and stuff. And our lecturer was like a proper theoretical physicist, and he gave us this lecture on like integration in n dimensions. Anyway, <laughs> we were just it was just completely went over our heads and like it was all these like you know n dimensional cubes and stuff and, and it was just like we were all like what is going on this is, this is the end like <laughs> we can't go any end. further and then he turned around at the end it was like any questions and someone put up their hand and legitimately said can you sum up everything you just said yeah. <laughs> or just go 100 words or less <laughs> needless to say he was not impressed yeah but uh, i think that's a really interesting point like the obviously like TP is done with the School of Math and the School of Physics, so it's actually two di very different teaching styles. Yeah. And um, I think it, it, it's down to the the school as well. Obviously, the School of Physics is big into PowerPoints and that. And there's, I suppose, there's not really any way around it because of lecture sizes. But yeah. with the School of Maths, we usually do Blackboard uh, lectures, which people seem to prefer. Mm -hmm. Actually, I remember that last year I. Uh, we had maths like we don't have maths anymore but we used to have maths and they were always good crack because like the they'd just be writing stuff up on the board and yeah. you'd have to take it down I think it's way better you it's definitely deserve yeah. it better it's for physics well, there's a sheer volume of material to cover for maths like it's very like maths you, you would obviously do that on a board but for physics maths is just a tool so like you're not going to yeah. derive everything they'll put up your equation show you how they derived it and then they want to get onto the physics of it why does it how does what the, the phenomenon you're looking at? Why does it work? What? How does it work? Why yeah, does it do that? And what if we change this yeah, thing? Yeah, what if we yeah. change that thing? You don't want to spend all the lecture kind of wondering why this integral will give this result. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I think it's like when you're taking it down off the board. Yeah, you want to remember it more. Well, not even that. It's just you are physically writing the thing down. So yeah. you you're force engaged. yourself to learn. Yeah. Whereas with the PowerPoint thing, there's a lot more self-learning involved. Yeah, it takes uh, a yeah. lot of effort. Just you have it, to make sure go to the library and just, just work it. Out. I always find I just gloss over. It's like, oh, there's a slide, slide, slide. Yeah, slide, if I don't slide, make slide, an actual slide. concentrated effort to pay attention, it's yeah. sort of just like, oh yeah, I, I was totally. I, I loved it. It was on the screen for half an hour. But surely <laughs> something's exactly. gone. Well, there's a difference between lecture notes and lecture slides yeah. as well. Mm. I think, and uh, you know, I wouldn't kind of. It's very bad to get them confused. You know mm. because. If you try and take notes, like make notes out of the lecture slide, there's so much like, you know, there's pictures and yeah. there's unnecessary diagrams and blocks of text and stuff, yeah. which are just there to get the point across, but they, I wouldn't consider them good notes. Yeah, you'd want to condense them further. Yeah. And I think at the School of Physics anyway, we're pretty lucky with our range of lecturers, but often the problem is they're not naturally born teachers. They never had to yeah, learn how to teach. They are yeah. like It's the same in the School of Chemistry, field, exactly, exactly. They can't necessarily hold a room. Yeah. <laughs> Like yeah, I'm always there. there I, I couldn't go naming names or anything, like that, but there are always a couple of people that like, I'm sure that person is absolutely brilliant, far smarter than I ever will be. It's just yeah. they don't teach it very well. Yeah, and it's just it's a shame. rather unfortunate. It's because like you know, like their I suppose their primary job is to research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. teaching yeah. is like a side thing. I don't really agree with that. I think you know, teaching could be a big aspect because I would love to like teach at third well, level. module mm. would be class. But um. You know, I don't know if I'd be cut out for research. Obviously, I hope I am. But like, if if I got a job as a lecturer, I think I'd be really interested in the teaching okay. thing. 
about it and I think you know if they, they put more emphasis on that and you know like maybe had some sort of screening or training or something yeah. before something, yeah, people went to, to do like teaching at third level that would be really good yeah because obviously it's not necessarily the exact same but in a similar way how you have the HPAT for medicine you have to have a certain amount of like bedside manner yeah. and be able to interact with people things like yeah. that you do need that if you're dealing with young people who don't understand new material Physicists, college is a weird time it's a stereotype like but it's it's, it's, so it's true, true in some cases that like they just don't know how to interact with you'd people kind of that's fair but you know I don't know you'd hope that throughout the years once they start that dream and get used to it they'd learn how to do it eventually uh, which is the case with some people I found that generally the mo more experienced actors are really good at engaging students mm. um, again it depends on the school but um, I've seen that in both the School of Chemistry and Physics and in chemistry they also use quite a lot of PowerPoint presentations to do the lectures but you still do learn if you pay attention that's mm. the main part I, I find that I just soak up an awful lot if even if you're sitting in the lecture I don't know. I find it better than like going. If I can, I can justify not going to the library that day. I know I sat in the lecture and fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure, something. So osmosis. Good. That's how osmosis works, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, I, I absorb knowledge, please. <laughs> I'm like a filter feeder. <laughs> but what? Uh, what would you like to teach, Danny? Going back to that, like, is there a specific or anybody? I guess specific subject. Um, <laughs> I don't know. See, I've I've always like I I really don't I don't mind getting up in like I'd be one of those bastards in the lectures <laughs> would ask questions or answer questions or whatever mm. uh, not so much this year but you know in first and second year but um, like I've no problem getting up and talking in front of people or whatever uh, so that that's pretty good um, I know a lot of people like it's kind of their their biggest yeah. fear you yeah know? definitely and, like we have that communications module yeah, that's oh, what yeah. Oh. <laughs> how to interact with people for <laughs> physicists actually I'm looking forward to that as well yeah, yeah. but um I don't know. I I just I really like yeah. mechanics. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's put it this way: if you uh, surely there's one of the coolest things you've ever learned in your entire your life or whatever. What what would that be? How would you get that across? How so would I get it across? Yeah. Well, first of all, what's the coolest thing you've ever learned? And then are like the thing that means, oh wow, it's pretty cool. Even just recently, for me, it was. Uh, we were doing uh, transmission across, uh, or the uh, transmission probability across, uh, uh, what's the word? General, general uh, potential well, potential barrier. Quantum tunneling, essentially. Yes, basically. <laughs> and uh, it was going on there. So, yeah. <laughs> so, set the scene. We'd been doing regular I quantum tunneling for uh, <laughs> regular rectangular square potential barriers and all this sort of thing. And what happens is basically you have an electron or something, and it's going across a potential, which is some form of energy, and it it meets a wall basically and when it gets to that wall it'll either reflect or there's a certain probability that it'll go through the wall and we had to calculate what that probability was and that was all well and good for square ones but oh, then well and good I'm going what if we did it for any shape and then it's like oh wow it's pretty interesting so he puts up a picture of uh, a bell curve and just a bell curve it looks like a bell but it's called a bell curve and then he said well, how would you do that and then next slide it was like what if we split it up into oh. lots of different rectangles oh that is getting into it, getting it. Getting <laughs> and then oh my god i know where this is going because whenever you split something into rectangles you split into smaller rectangles and then smaller and then you make the smallest bit infinitely zero and then it's like oh my god it's integration and it was integration i was just like wow this is probably the nerdiest <laughs> i, I remember that day pierce got so excited he bumped me with that I was same class. It was a quantum mechanics class. It was like two weeks previous, 
And uh, quantum mechanics is different from classical mechanics. We probably all know it's, it's, it's weird. weird. It's, it's just it's stuff odd. Stuff is weird. It's not but intuitive at all. It was an important theorem in quantum mechanics, and we were doing loads of stuff, and we were so showing some weird things, and out popped the equations of classical mechanics. And I, oh, yeah. oh my god, my heart was racing. <laughs> I was sitting in that lecture, and I was just shouting, that, "That's Newton's law." <laughs> He's just like, "Dear diary, <laughs> a big day today." <laughs> it's still when I'm when I'm doing out those those theorems, I'm still my heart's going ninety. <laughs> that's that's got me. It's my first love. <laughs> I think everything's pretty interesting, you know. Yeah. I mean, obviously I do TP, so I, I really like the maths end of things because you know physics is obviously really nice because it's like how the world works. And then when you go do TP, you know you've got these really simple. You don't care about how the world doesn't work. We've <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so got these really simple equations, and they describe how like everything in the world moves or works or whatever, and I think that's really beautiful. But um, in terms of really interesting things lately, uh, on one of our assignments we had to derive the formula for the volume of an n-dimensional sphere. Ooh. Yeah. See, Danny, in real life, we don't have n-dimensional <laughs> spheres. <laughs> <laughs> you do, you just can't see them. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're everywhere. <laughs> spheres around me. Sure, how, how do we know our footballs aren't just cross-sections of n-dimensional spheres? In our ah, exactly. Um, so basically, you know, obviously, the it's dependent on the radius of the pair of n there's a pi to the power of n over 2 in there, and then there's a thing on the bottom called a gamma function, which is like a generalization of factorials. Um, but anyway, the, the dependence, it's really cool because the dependence on pi is really weird. So like for a one-dimensional sphere, which is a line, there's no dependence on pi. And then two and three dimensions are a circle and a sphere, and pi and pi. But then after that, it goes pi squared, pi squared for four and five-dimensional ones, and it just jumps up every two which I think oh. is really cool. And the n-dimensional or n-minus-one-dimensional surface area is maximized at five dimensions. Ooh. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I think. Oh, that's, yeah. that's really cool. I didn't even that's think. I thought it was I th something is maximized at five dimensions. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought it would just keep on growing with the dimensions, five. though. Five. Five. Oh, that's really cool. Oh, no, uh, <laughs> it has to be uh, you, um, unit radius. Ah, of course. So, like, or equals one. Cool, I see, I see. Cool. Yeah, maths is all surprising, like what you can do with it. You always think, all right, that's about as far as we can go, maths, and then, and then something else will pop up, and you realize maths can pretty much do everything. Yeah, I think um, I, r I was looking up Feynman quotes as well when researching all this. One of the funnier ones was um, physics is to math. Ma physics is to math. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe we'll keep this family friendly. Physics is to math is to what? Physics is to math as sex is to masturbation. So it's like <laughs> math is all well and good, but you're gonna gonna have to use it sometime. <laughs> More like masturbation. Oh, oh god, so shit. Okay, that's no. two strikes. That's leave, two leave strike. the biscuits. Just go. We're taking the biscuits with There's me. There's the window. Yes, yeah, there, there are a number of exits. Yeah, okay. when you were talking about, you know, uh, presentation skills or whatever for physicists, I will have you know I won best speaker in my chemistry broad curriculum last did. year. You are all on terrible puns. <laughs> all terrible puns. Here, Nothing beats the terrible puns. Everything does. <laughs> Highest people. form of comedy. <laughs> totally. Put it another way. What is the simplest thing that you don't know? Simplest thing that I don't know? Yeah. Um, simplest thing that I don't know? S orbitals. <laughs> Daddy doesn't know what S orbitals are. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, shameful, go home. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do leave insert chemistry or junior insert chemistry, so we can't be too harsh on him. Um, and he's a TP, imagine that. I know. He'll, know, he'll know them by the end of the year. He'll <laughs> know them better than the rest of us, and he'll hate himself for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, do they even exist? I don't know, like, really, Probably. really 
No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> little fairies down there. We all know it. <laughs> They're lying to us, lads. <laughs> Physics isn't real. <laughs> um, no, probably. It's not simple, but it's probably like it's it's basic science that everybody in kind of like any kind of form of science should know is thermodynamics. But it's something I don't think I'll ever be able to grasp. Yeah. Oh. Something we do statistical mechanics now, and that is that's pretty much. It's like a harder version of thermodynamics, but I understand it. I thermodynamics, I don't get. It's just no, it's I, odd. I don't think anyone will. It's it's really what's the quote? Uh, the first time you learn you learn thermodynamics, you don't get it. Second time you learn thermodynamics, you think you get it. Third time you learn thermodynamics, you realize that you never got it. And you don't think yeah. you ever will. It's 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 an odd. That's it's very true. Yeah. It's yeah. a really hard subject, but it's something that's so fundamental that you learn it in first year, you learn it again in second year, you probably yeah. learn it again in third. You just keep learning it, and it's not that it gets any harder. It's just it's you just get used to it. You just get used yeah. to it. You le- you learn how to deal with it, and you that's about as far as it goes. You. Exactly. A lot of physics is going. I don't believe you, but I'm gonna trust yeah. you for now. A lot of physics is actually this isn't truly how the world works but it works it's good enough for us everything yeah. everything in physics is an approximation anything like it's <laughs> physicists love two things they love springs and now like, if something's not a spring the second thing is you tailor expand it until it is a spring yeah. <laughs> that, that is how it works it's not like yeah. that's not wrong i was uh, we were doing these things called saddle point approximations and it's basically when you have an integral and so the integral will look like some sort of peak and you approximate it about the saddle point which is you know the top yeah. of the peak so the area under the peak is go- pretty much going to be most of it so you tailor expand it as you do as <laughs> <laughs> we all uh, well love but then when you want to get more accurate you leave in all the remaining terms and then you tailor expand those again and it's just fun time yeah like you just keep tailor expanding until but like fun time I spent a good couple of um, well I'm not going to say hours but a long time trying to figure out why tailor expansion is and how, how no, why it is <laughs> why it is yeah. why Taylor uh, my thing I, I don't know how microphones work I really wish really? I knew how, how microphones work yeah. microphones is it not um and like how you how yeah. the fact that we're talking and then sound waves are engineering airs. anything that's yeah. anything that goes anyway applied suddenly yeah. I'm like man how a computer works has always baffled me and I say this to everybody yeah. having a clue I really I, I'm be- it baffled zeros. me yeah. Yeah, but my dad's an electrical engineer and he'll constantly berate me for not knowing these things yeah, it really, transistors yeah that's, yeah. I, that's <laughs> grand I get how they they interpret information but I don't understand how we can type A on a screen see it on a web page mm. that's really odd the to me the technology the wonders technology yeah. Like to be fair, technology starts with physics, and then they hand it over to the engineers, and they just run wild with it. Like, yeah. make yeah. something out of it. Make yeah. it do <laughs> something go. with that there, now, lads. Fun. I'm not Don't entirely sure how like a phone in the house works. I understand how a mobile phone works over how a house phone works. Uh, not any sort of getting sound recorded or transmitted baffles me because, like, especially listen to a record. That's, no record that's, makes loads of sense. Yeah, no, makes sense. no, that's just vibrations. Oscillations <laughs> PY2P10. But like somebody's <laughs> singing or playing music or whatever, and it goes into a microphone, and somehow that microphone breaks it down into like Fourier transforms there, Pierce. And then you get from that microphone, you get it into a record, and then you somehow get the record to make the exact copy of what you've just said, and then you can ship that record over somewhere else. And if you get a tiny little right now, how does it work? I don't know. It's all these processes that I'm describing. How how do they do that? Like it's magic engineering. I'll do you one better. Cameras. Cameras. Oh yeah, definitely. CCDs. More transistors. More transistors. Again, I understand how old cameras work, not new cameras. Yeah. Like film exposure, I'm fine with that. Pinhole cameras. I really want to learn stuff. about that though. It sounds so interesting. Yeah. There's so much cameras involved. That's yeah. the thing. F numbers. Yeah. My dad is big into photo- photography actually. He, I'm sure I've absorbed a lot of what he has said. Yeah. Apertures and all yeah, sorts. Yeah. But uh, uh, 
there's just a lot of cool stuff out there that I'm... And we're all slightly clueless. Oh, look at that. <laughs> we're slightly yeah, less clueless than physics, earlier Joe on the street. Yeah, yeah, physics students are just as clueless as everybody else when that's it comes to... That's like a big thing. It's like, you do physics, oh, you must be very smart. Like, it's like, no, I'm, I'm no, actually, I'm actually pretty honestly, dumb. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm actually more confused. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, you, is you realise how much you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> so you're blissfully unaware of yeah. <laughs> the fact that um, we don't know anything. Yeah. What do you guys think about the stereotype that we're all really socially awkward? Oh uh, no, it's 100% true. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't believe it at all. No, I, I like oh, no, especially I think... in our physics course, we got a, yeah, like, we got a really good think... mix of people. I mean, you're hard dry, but a lot of people are like. I'm what? <laughs> hard dry. You don't go out. I'm hard dry. But uh, there's a lot of people who enjoy like. Oh, but yeah, but I, I, we didn't even mean like who goes out or not. But I mean, no, in general, like, you know, there's a lot of very. The like, problem is just people. you get used to the people you know. So like, there are some people in our course I haven't spoken to, and I have nothing against them. But you know, you fall yeah. into your clique. Yeah. 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 There is that, I and that's more that's more of a social thing than a physical thing. Well, like like physics students, astrophysics students, nanoscience students, they're all great. Like TPs are weird. Yeah, that's just <laughs> 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 they're fierce. I know, like I, I I know a few TPs, and you're actually you're all class. That's, I'm gonna say that now, Danny, yeah, you're top lad. Tiki Nando's. I was actually gonna disagree with you about that. <laughs> TPs are another story. I know. How would you, as a TP, rank math students on their social support? Like pure maths. Far better than us. Really? <laughs> they're lovely people. Oh, yeah. I know two maths people they're, and they're just crazy. I know yeah, I, I only know, know one. one. Girl, she's fab. Yeah, they're all they're I don't know, like I think T P is the worst. Oh it's an odd <laughs> mix, isn't it? We're all very weird. Yeah. Well my brother's doing T V, so I, I guess I'm not allowed to say anything bad about it anymore. Then it <laughs> anymore <laughs> it, it stopped today. Yeah, <laughs> throw out the list of T P jokes. <laughs> yeah, I wrote a load of them. Oh yeah, did I tell you that Pierce for the for the the hoodies for physics? We were like one of the it's going on the list is we study physics, but don't worry, we're not TPs. <laughs> I I have no idea what to do for the hoodie. Nobody's told me a pun or anything. You don't have a surah. You need a yeah. surah. She, she sent me the smaller last. I night. sent like eight puns. Eight oh. puns. It's like Schrodinger's Sh- 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 cat, one a dead or one dead and alive. And like how Schrodinger winter might be coming. <laughs> See, those are good puns, but like. In the context of a hoodie, yeah. well, there is yeah, no context. Yeah. Do you know the way that you, you sent me one? It's like something about photons and how you're a lightweight. Yeah. I, no, I want to put that exact quote on a hoodie. Something about photons and how you're a lightweight. I think that like that actual phrase itself is perfect. I'm for that. We'll get two hoodies yeah. just you and me printed like that. I suggested puns uh, to some of the people in Astro and said, yeah, that's great and all, but I want a hoodie I can wear where I'm not going to get beaten to crap because of a hoodie pun. So, uh, I saw one for Astro and it was like you're as beautiful and full of opportunity as a protoplanetary disc. Oh, is that? I don't get it. Isn't that lovely? Because, well, <laughs> it's a bit wordy, but yeah, <laughs> but it's pretty. It is. For the nano science people, they already got their hoodies like in first year, so I'm not gonna get a hoodie. Oh. No. Which is and every sad. year, size matters. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> size matters. Year. But I sent Connor one and I was like, this probably is more material science. Oh, this is a good could, one. <laughs> you could put something like, why are material physicists or material scientists the kinkiest? They're into bondage. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, oh the book. With <laughs> that the author. Uh, what was it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was oh, that? yeah. So, so, uh, not James. So, Bond, my girlfriend studies chemistry and she had an organic medicinal chemistry. Medicinal chemistry. It's There's all the same. It's all the same, right? <laughs> Look, <laughs> you're all a miserable bunch of people, right? <laughs> 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 it's they have 30 hours a week and they've like nine oh, hour labs and that. <laughs> And if the experiment goes wrong, you get no marks. But anyway, so she took out this organic chemistry book. The author was Ian Fleming, and I was like, Pierce, look, it's Ian Fleming. <laughs> it's like, he wrote James Bond. So I was like, that's where he got the name James Bond from, because chemistry is all about Bonds. Uh, <laughs> it's actually, it was, um, he was, 
it was somewhere and he was trying to think of the most boring name he could think of and he saw a book on ornithology it's like the modern ornithologist or something <laughs> <laughs> and the author was James Bond so that's oh, really yeah. Yeah. are there other the variations <laughs> <laughs> because the OG James Bond how is the modern Gerd ornithologist Bond. different from the classical ornithologist <laughs> what about the evolution <laughs> <laughs> the canaries hadn't been discovered <laughs> the island and the bird <laughs> Canaries are the quarks of the bird world. <laughs> <laughs> the standard model of ornithology. And yet you guys were laughing over this and you don't like my puns. You know? Yeah. Uh, I like well, puns. I thought they yeah. Connor I and Celia are like, you know, I love them. They're coming with me when the world ends. I, I reluctantly <laughs> admire puns, to be fair. I love puns. In Russia, me and Danny, we just punt out. Oh, here we go, here we go. Russia, yeah. Russia, I was wondering Russia, how long it Did you know that uh, Connor was in Russia? His picture's on the... You know the way in the Sny and there's the TV and it shows... We always pop shows, up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we always pop up like, like a three in a row. And yeah. a guy who I was an orchestra with who's now a scholar is constantly up there. And I'm like, God damn it. Andrew Selkirk. <laughs> they just put scholars up there because they're scholars or for oh, different no, reasons? Oh, right. international he's, student travel, I think. Yeah. Oh, oh he's like... why we're on it. He's, oh. he's some man, but I'm just like, oh, I knew you con- when you were, when we were both awkward and skinny and playing yeah. the violin. Yeah. I'd love to travel. Travel is fun. Travel is great. And a uh, shameless plug, but travel, studying abroad is also fantastic. Representing the... Representing the boys here, uh, no, here from TCD. So, yeah, basically they're, they're, the whole uh, thing now is, you know, trying to get people to, like, do your final year projects yeah. abroad and do your internship. Really, like, trying mm-hmm. to, abroad. you know, do it in a different country. It'll just, mm-hmm. it'll look better in a CV. You'll learn a lot. Actually, about, yeah, go for it. Uh, no, that's, that's all very interesting. I was looking up... Uh, <laughs> it's all very interesting, but I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, like spent... <laughs> it's like somebody in the dark who doesn't want to know physics. Yeah. It's just, don't want to hear it. Yeah. Oh, oh, this is my stop. They <laughs> <laughs> just get off. Yeah. I spent a good, I think, hour and a half last night looking up plane tickets for reading week. You can get to Rockclaw, not Warsaw, but the other place in Poland begins with W. For there's there's other places in Poland? For 60 euro. Like, this yeah. came on the back of Fizzsock of now and now that certain tickets are going to be more expensive oh, uh, so I said well, screw that screw Excuse that I'm, me. I'm going on a holiday on my own then I just, <laughs> where can I go in Europe the Google has Google flights you can just it does it all for you it's yeah there. I saw that and yeah. just I'm feeling lucky and you can get a plane to wherever Helsinki or whatever but yeah so about a month ago flights to Amsterdam were only 20 quid yeah. a, a load of people are yeah. now in Amsterdam uh, <laughs> oh no I'm going in January I'm going even further yeah no I'd love to travel it'd be mad crack like 20 or on a plane Sure, I'll but take you somewhere nice, Pierce. Oh. <laughs> In fairness, though, Geneva is very expensive. That's why apologies on behalf of Fizzsoft. Because but Rock <laughs> But Dad, you can't move CERN. Like. Yeah. CERN is in Geneva. Well, oh, I don't know. They, no, see, the problem wasn't the flights. I think they're about 100 euro. It's the living yeah. expenses over there. Yeah, so like... What if you stay in France? Like in Rennes or somewhere? I don't know. So basically, Fizzsoft is... You know the physics society here and i'm the secretary of it and we're having a trip to cern this year and basically it's a lot more expensive than we thought for a number of reasons it was just like you know all these bad reasons just kind of came together and made a super battery yeah so last uh i think we go every four years so like the last time we went we weren't even in the college so this is kind of like our one shot you know to go um, unless you're a piece or you do postgrad or something, mm. you're probably only going to get one chance to go on the FizzSox learn trip. One opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> if you got one chance. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, last year there was so many people applied that they had to double the number of places on the trip from 40 to 80. Ooh, okay. So we decided to cut out the middleman and 
just have the trip with 80 places because I don't know what happened I'm hoping it's the CERN trip but like we've had such good turnout to all of our events this year because everybody wants to go to CERN and um, basically our we didn't get an, a sufficient trip grant because they weren't really happy about the fact that we brought I 80 people that went, in sorry that went to Litsoft Let's I'll tell you about that after the podcast. Oh, <laughs> okay. I'm CSC gas. Oh, gosh. Gosh. oh gosh. Well, we can edit this bit out. Yeah. <laughs> um, well. Yeah, but so basically, uh, I think it was they usually only do like X amount for forty people, mm. whereas we wanted X amount for eighty people, so we got X over two amount oh, for no. eighty people. Okay. Um, which was a bit bad, yeah. and then coupled with the fact that you know, host there are two hostels in Geneva. They're both extremely expensive, and the buses are ridiculous. No. So, like, the fact that we wanted 80 people means we needed two buses, and we needed them around CERN as well. Like, so CERN, CERN actually made special exceptions for us because we have such a large group, but they said you were going to need your buses, like, in, in the facilities to, like, bring you around on the tour. And, like, the just the cost of the buses is absolutely staggering. So we're we're kind of looking into we got a bit of a supplementary grant from the CSC. They were really nice about that. So it brought the cost down a little bit, but we're kind of looking into other sources of funding at the moment. So hopefully I'm hoping like just me, like if I can or, or if we can get the get it down to about fifty euro each per person, yeah, I think that would be, be good. Really good. Yeah. 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 That's like for a trip to CERN, like how yeah. how long is it as well? Like, uh three days I think. Yeah. So yeah. it was at about seventy six each and we got it down to about sixty six each so far. So I'm hoping to bring it down another little uh another bit. Mm. Like get everyone to bring a bike, cut out the middle and none of your buses and cycle everything. Cycle around the particle accelerator twenty seven kilometers. We just the particle accelerator can accelerate us around CERN. Yeah. Yeah. Put magnets on your bike. Smashes into each other. Here's an interesting fact about particle accelerators. Uh, I learned last year on the Vizlot trip to Ooh. Daisy. It's uh, it's another particle accelerator place in Germany, and they're all about synchrotron radiation. But mm -hmm. the tour guide told us we were down in the tunnels, and she said if we got locked in the tunnels and the particle accelerator was turned on, you would die in seven minutes. Cool. Ouch. Yeah. And on that note, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, pretty cool. And we probably should wrap up, actually, unfortunately. Uh, it's been great talking to you guys. Uh, I'm going to play the outro music while we talk about this. Yay. Hooray for outro music. Uh, so, yeah, guys, thank you so much for coming along with us. That's quite loud. All of my lovely free, copyright-free music yeah. is great. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming along to Danny, Connor, Sarah, Celia, and myself, Pierce. Uh, hopefully we get to do this again sometime. This yeah, was this fun. Good um, really whether fun. anybody listens to it or not is I another... I had so many fun facts about women that science forgot. I was oh, going to go on a big oh. roll. Next time, Def. Do a list. Next time, do a list. Yes. Yes. Dorothy Quick. Hodgkin, she won the Nobel Prize in 1964 and the only time, the only headline in the newspaper was Oxford Housewife wins Nobel. No! Oh, oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh god. For like Christ. pioneering protein mapping and she kind of like the Housewife. structure of penicillin. Wow. Oxford housewife wins Nobel. Wow. Well, they, that at least they prioritised the college. She must have been a star. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I mean, where she lived. Maybe. Oh, well, well that's, uh, that's pretty sad. But More hey, of that next time. Next time. <laughs> yeah. Guys, to all those who are listening, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you listen to the next one, whenever that may be. Uh, from all of us here, a big shout out again and a thank you to TFM. Um, we'll be around, hopefully. So, yeah, thank you all ever so much for coming along, and we'll see you another time. <laughs>